ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The Federal Housing Minister, Julie Collins, says the number of Australians who die while sleeping on the streets is completely unacceptable as the government is urged to start a national count of, the, of, of how many people who are homeless in Australia. While Australia gets a snapshot of homelessness in the census, there's currently no broad-based effort to keep track of just how many people are sleeping rough. But pressure is growing to change that, as an investigation by The Guardian suggests hundreds of people are dying on the streets, often of preventable illnesses. David Pearson is the CEO of the Australian Alliance to End Homelessness, which has been lobbying for better data on this, and he joins us. David, thank you. Good morning, Patricia. What's wrong with our counting and what do we need to change? Well, at the end of the day, Australia estimates how much homelessness there is every five years through the census. And the day it's released, it's 19 months out of date. And you, you can imagine how we'd manage problems like inflation or unemployment if we managed them, if we measured them every five years. And so we're calling for the government to take more action to actually measure how much homelessness is going on, because at the end of the day, you can't manage what you don't measure. David, we do get the snapshot, as you mentioned, from the census. How how would you suggest collecting data like this? What would it look like? Yeah, well, the good news is that communities across Australia have been seeking to solve this problem because we've sort of got sick of waiting for governments to solve it. And, and, and in, around the country, some governments have started to support these efforts. And essentially, it's all of the organisations in a local community working together to share data and create what's called a by-name list, just knowing everyone by name. But significantly, it's also important to know what their needs are, like what kind of health support they need, what type of housing they need. And that's what's needed in order to prevent these deaths that you mentioned earlier. Because if, if we just provide housing to people and we don't provide the support, what we know is that people um, people's health deteriorates people and people end up back out on the streets and you get this kind of churn through the system. Um, so housing is so crucially important, but so too is the support that goes with it. And so the communities around Australia that are collecting this by-name list data are collecting both of those things and using that to drive improvement in that community. The Guardian has been putting cases together to fill some of the of the gaps. They've found homeless people are dying at an average age of 44, which is just staggering in this country, and that about 20% of those people mm-hmm. are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Does that match what you're seeing? Yeah, it does, unfortunately. And the, the tragedy of this is, is that we know that two out of three of those um, deaths could be from preventable illnesses. So if we were able to provide the healthcare earlier, um, we know that a lot of those a lot of those deaths were preventable. Um, and the, the challenge is, is that people aren't getting access to the support they need. It's it's hard for anyone to access a doctor, the GP, a GP that bulk bills these days. It's even harder when you're experiencing homelessness. If, you, if you're trying to access mental health support, a lot of the time agencies will say that you can't provide health support without a, a place of address. Um, so that, that, that inequity of access to healthcare is really contributing to this. And the, the thing that I think that probably frustrate many of your listeners even more is that this is actually more expensive for us as taxpayers to leave this problem unaddressed like this. It actually costs us $13,000 a year more per person who's experiencing homelessness like this in a chronic way that leads to death than it is just to provide them with the housing and support they need. So it, it makes no sense economically. It makes no sense morally. But yet we have this situation perpetuate where we have people dying unmeasured and unsupported whilst experiencing homelessness. That's uh, pretty stark, isn't it? I mean, you want the federal government to help track these numbers across the country. 
but some of this has been rejected in the past. What sort of response are you getting from the federal government, from Julie Collins? Yeah, well, um, we wrote to the previous government about this and they sort of suggested that this was, and we, we engaged them and they said this was a state responsibility, and which is, you know, immensely frustrating. But what's, what's you know, sort of a, a glimmer of light is that the Julie Collins and the Albanese government have committed to the development of a national housing and homelessness plan. And I think that this, this issue will be a test of that plan, right? So that it's well understood that housing is a supply issue, right? And that the the government have made a whole range of measures to improve supply and to invest in more social housing. The problem is, of course, that that the scale of their investments don't meet the scale of the problem. But what the test for the plan will be is whether or not it also matches those investments in housing with the support and the coordination and the data and the measurement that's needed to really stop these deaths and to, to end homelessness for really vulnerable people. So um, this year the government will release a national housing and homelessness plan and we think that the test of that plan will be whether or not it addresses this issue of a lack of measurement of homelessness overall and a lack of measurement of homelessness deaths specifically. David, many thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me, Patricia. The CEO of the Australian Alliance to End Homelessness there, David Pearson. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.